The Nightside is the secret, sick, magical heart of London. A city within a city, where the night never ends and it's always three o'clock in the morning. Hot neon reflects from rain-slick streets and dreams go walking in borrowed flesh. You can find pretty much anything in the Nightside, except happy endings. Gods and monsters run confidence tricks, and all desires can be satisfied if you're willing to pay the price which might be money and might be service, but nearly always ends up meaning your soul. The night side, where the sun never shows its face, because if it did, someone would probably try to steal it. When you've nowhere else to go, the night side will take you in. Trust no one, including yourself, and you might get out alive again. Some of us work there for our sins, or absolution, or atonement. It's that kind of place. Larry! Larry! What's wrong? The sharp, whispered voice pulled me up out of a bad dream. Something about running in the rain, running from something awful. I sat up in bed, looked around, and didn't know where I was. It wasn't my bedroom. Harsh neon light flickered red and green through the slats of the closed shutters, intermittently revealing a dark, dusty room with cheap and nasty furniture. There was nobody else there, but the words still rang in my ears. I sat on the edge of the bed, trying to remember my dream, but it was already fading. I was fully dressed, and there were no bedsheets. I still had my shoes on. I had no idea what day it was. I got up and turned on the bedside light. The room wasn't improved by being seen clearly, but at least I knew where I was. An old safe house in one of the seedier areas of the nightside a refuge I hadn't had to use in years. I still kept up the rent, because you never know when you're going to need a bolt hole in a hurry. I turned out my pockets, everything where it should be, and nothing new to explain what I was doing here. I shook my head slowly, then left the room, heading for the adjoining bathroom. Explanations could wait until I'd taken care of something that couldn't. The bathroom's bright fluorescent light was harsh and unforgiving as I studied my face in the medicine cabinet mirror. Pale and washed out under straw-blonde hair, good bone structure, and a mouth and eyes that never gave anything away. My hair was a mess, but I didn't need a shave. I shrugged, dropped my trousers and shorts, and sat down on the porcelain throne. There was a vague, uneasy feeling in my bowels, and then a sudden lurch as something within me made a bid for freedom. I tapped my foot impatiently, listening to a series of splashes. Something bad must have happened, even if I couldn't remember it. I needed to get out of here and start asking pointed questions of certain people. Someone would know. Someone always knows. The splashes finally stopped, but something didn't feel right. I got up turned around and looked down into the bowl. It was full of maggots, curling and twisting and squirming. I made a horrified sound and stumbled backward. My legs tangled in my lowered trousers and I fell full length on the floor. My head hit the wall hard. It didn't hurt. I scrambled to my feet, pulled up my shorts and trousers and backed out of the bathroom, still staring at the toilet. It was the things that weren't happening that scared me most. I should have been hyperventilating. My heart should have been hammering in my chest. My face should have been covered in a cold sweat. But when I checked my wrist, then my throat, 
there wasn't any pulse, and I wasn't breathing hard because I wasn't breathing at all. I couldn't remember taking a single breath since I woke up. I touched my face with my fingertips, and they both felt cold. I was dead. Someone had killed me. I knew that, though I didn't know how. The maggots suggested I'd been dead for some time. So, who killed me, and why hadn't I noticed it till now? My name's Larry Oblivion, and with a name like that I pretty much had to be a private investigator.'